Christmas. Welcome back to another episode of Big Ben and K Win, an NFL division round playoff episode of Big Ben and K Win on NoFilter.net. Each Thursday, I think we're sticking with Thursday nights. We broadcast live on NoFilter.net. If you don't like to look at our ugly faces or see this swag we're dripping in, Check us out on any podcast platform, Apple, iHeart, Stitcher, Audible. I could go on and on. Download, listen, and subscribe. I'm Kay Wynn. He's Big Ben. And he's Henry Markin. Hey. You know Henry from? His Pulitzer Prize writing <laughs> from the Miramonte Mirador High School News Publication from Kilroy's where he's got an unpaid open bar tab in Bloomington, Indiana. Holy His shit. content from Total Fret Guy Move all over the internet and from nofilter.net. Henry, welcome to the podcast. First of all, incredible introduction. I mean, the, the level five FBI search you guys put on me, phenomenal. Uh, I... You found Kilroy's, the bar from Bloomington, Indiana. <laughs> Indiana, I can't. I, I'm speechless. Thank you, Mirror Money. Mm. The Matadors are gonna love that little plug for the Mirror Door. Also, <laughs> our intern found out. True or false? You were a kicker at some point in your football career. Next question: Did the Dallas Cowboys sign you to the practice squad in case? Mahler can't kick any field goals this weekend. Uh, no comment, because Brett's a good friend. But um, let's just say I, I've never, ever missed four PATs. Well. <laughs> well, it's great to have you on the podcast. Great to have you part of nofilter.net. Uh, we just want to chop it up, ask yeah. you some questions, and we'll get into some football. You like that? Love it. All right. Well, uh, I'm a Bay Area guy, just like you. So grew up in the East Bay, Danville, San Ramon Valley, mm. went to Santa Clara, lived in San Francisco for 10 years, now live in L.A., Niners, Warriors, Giants, sometimes the A's, depending on uh, if they're having a fire sell or not, or if Moneyball's working. So I say all that to say, my first question for you, the 49ers have three quarterbacks on their roster. Mm. They got Big cock Brock Purdy, <laughs> and they got Jimmy G. So I want you to forecast, looking into next year, what team will each one of those quarterbacks be on, and what will their role be? Okay. Well, breaks my heart. Not because I, I – look, I, the thing about Jimmy Garoppolo, he is amazingly handsome. You can't be handsome and good at football. Like Brady, he, he, he's divorced. So, <laughs> like, you be the judge that. I mean, I think Jimmy will be on television next year. I Ooh. think. Ooh. Yeah. I, I, I love the dude. I love, I love him to death. I love what he did for us for so many years. And I, I'm so grateful that Shanahan brought him in, Lynch, everything worked out. But I think you see the future of the Niners with the younger Bucks. And 
I think the rest of the league sees that too. I love Jimmy, and I will watch him on any station he is on next year. Just not on the field. So see him, CBS, NBC, Pornhub, whatever. <laughs> as far as Lance and Brock go, God, I mean, how can you sit anybody that takes a team to the conference championship, right? I mean, yeah. if if we beat Dallas, excuse me, if we beat Dallas and we end up in the conference chip, are you really going to sit Brock next year? I don't know. That's a tough one. I, ben, you forgot to ask me why I'm dressed in black and why Henry's dressed in black. Uh, <laughs> the Seahawks it's funeral. The, it's funeral. the Dallas Cowboys funeral on Sunday. Ooh, I'm I'm also in black. Get on this train. It's oh wait, it's uh, a premonition. Henry, I I I, I want to just not clarify what you said about Jimmy mm-hmm. G, but just take a spin mm-hmm. on it. So you're saying Jimmy G has a face so nice it cannot play football, and it's only meant for the broadcast booth. Okay. And an arm so weak that it's only meant for tight ends and no wide receivers, effectively. Please do not put words in my mouth regarding the saint that is Jimmy Garoppolo. However, I just think that you can't be that good at football and be that handsome. I just okay. think there are two things, two cosmic entities in the universe that cannot be in the same sense. And you know what supports that theory? Tony Romo. Yes. Well, are you saying he's handsome or not good at football or both? (laughs) I'm saying he's not good at football and his good looks led him to the broadcasting booth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see that for sure. And that's why... Big Ben and I are on nofilter.net and not in the NFL. We're too handsome too handsome. For the NFL. Yeah, understood. Understood. You see, I have okay. this like anomaly where it's like not handsome, not good at football. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Obviously, this shin, this chin can cut metal. So and then who's gonna be more talked about around either Brock Purdy or Steph Curry for a calendar year in the Bay? Ooh. Ooh. I like that, Big Ben. I mean, football is king, right? Every contest of ratings, it's always football over basketball. Even in the Bay, I still think that the Niners, if the Niners win the Super Bowl, we'll be talking about this more than this dynasty the Warriors have put on. That's just football. Football ruling television, our hearts, the way we look at sports. That's my take. Yeah, and especially the Bay Area, like Joe Montana, Steve Young, like, Everyone, well, not everyone, the smart people are Niners fans. And if we can get back to that week, because I'm a part of the team, I agree with you. I think they're going to talk more about the Niners because the Warriors, it's kind of like they've already done it. The Niners is a special. We're so spoiled in the Bay Area. Like, I, I was born in 99. I barely was conscious for the World Series collapse against the Angels in 02. But having three World Series from the Giants, many Super Bowl appearances, m- many more than most franchises will ever see. Yes, we didn't win, but... And then this dynasty the Warriors put on, 
I can't complain. I cannot complain. Mm. But I would love to see a Niner hoist the Lombardi Trophy. In fact, it would make my year and years to come. <laughs> Have we determined what we're doing with Trey? Dude. Are you just going to let him duke it out? <laughs> it looks really bad. Put him in the trans. Put him in the transfer portal. Because you traded, you traded up for him. Like you mortgaged the farm for Trey Lance, the future. And yes, he got hurt. But if Brock takes us to the Super Bowl, we're not sitting Brock next year. Why would you sit Brock? I don't know. I mean, I'll play devil devil's advocate as my dog's barking in the back. Yeah. Jimmy G took them to the Super Bowl, and they still moved in a different direction. Well, did they? I mean, he was still in the building, and yeah, the it was like the butterfly effect, you know, time travel movie. You know what I'm talking about? Like where if you if you if you move a chair in one timeline, and then ultimately you change the course of history, like, but the current of time will always kind of come back. Or you divorce oh. your wife and she's still living in the same house with you. Like that's, yeah. that's like, <laughs> I got someone new coming in. No, you don't, because I'm still here. Like, that's <laughs> not the truth. Let's be honest. But yeah, I, I I don't I don't know what to do about Brock and Trey, just because like it looks really bad on management if you mortgage the whole farm for Trey and you ultimately go with the last pick of the draft who you traded no picks for. Like, was that the plan? I guess they're going to be like, yeah. So, I don't know. They'll spin it however they want. Is it my turn to ask questions about Bay Area sports? If you want, or or I can just, I can hog this segment. I'll give you a question. No, no, I was going to say, I was going to ask a broader question. Yeah. Henry, do you golf? Yeah, I just got a new thing of sticks this Christmas. And these sticks, all right? You call them sticks. That means you're legit. Um, <laughs> of the remaining quarterbacks, there are eight. Round out your foursome with three of them. And why? Oh, phenomenal question. Josh Allen, just one. Like, no contest. The guy seems like the best hang, and he could hit the shit out of the ball. I don't know. I mean... I want to play with guys that are going to just stripe it no matter what. Even if they're blowing up their scores, it's so fun to play with guys <laughs> that can just nuke it. And I know he can nuke it. There's no way he can't nuke it. He's too big. Think, he's too athletic. I, I think he's nuked it in live TV. Yeah. Played in a match. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I like that pick. I think I think he's also a really good hang. A good guy to get a beer with. <laughs> um, honestly, I would have said Jimmy. If had you not said the quarterbacks <laughs> that are still here, I think Jimmy would be a phenomenal hang. Well, I think he's still there. He's is he, is he still in the no, building? no. The question: starting quarterbacks. Uh, okay, starting. Okay. Starting. Sorry. Um, I've always kind of wanted to play with Brady because I just feel like someone that athletic and someone who wins that much in everything he does. I mean, you heard the podcast. It's not just football. It's like dominoes with Edelman and like everything he does is so it's, it's the process of winning with him is something like angelic and like 
celestial, and I'd like to witness that. Whether he's on but my team it? or not. So, but he's not in the playoffs anymore. I know. That's why I was saying I would wish Brady Jeez, was around. You really love Brady. Brady's a Bay Area guy. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Brady does listen to our podcast, so it makes sense. Oh, yeah. Okay. The guys that are still around. So I got two more spots. It's me, Josh Allen. Dude, Mahomes would be sick. Yeah. Mahomes would be sick. Yeah. He's got a clean swing. I've seen him at the Tahoe Invitational, the celebrity golf tournament, and he just he's just so pure. He's like a pure athlete. Like, I know that dude balled out in basketball. I know that dude can just crush a baseball. Yeah. Mahomes just hit straight flushes, no doubt. That's fun. That's fun to watch. It's like aesthetically pleasing. Like like Allen's like the the hang, the beers, the drives. Mahomes is just like, yeah, okay, pretty swing. Like, like erotic, you know? Okay. Okay, then one more. I want to do well, like a niche call. While you think of it, you probably wouldn't want to hang with me and, and because yeah. I can't hit the ball very far. <laughs> so there's, hey, there's three pillars in golf that I, I've learned throughout the years. Maybe actually I just stole this from Golf Magazine, but whatever. I'm going to say they're my pillars. So – you have to be two of these three things in order to have a satisfying golf round. Be fast, be good, or be fun. You could be shit, but fast and fun, great golf. You could be uh, fun and good, but you could be slow. Well, you know, you could take your time if you're fun and good. But if you're slow, shitty, and not fun, the trifecta of all three – you can't do it. If you're one of the three, if you're just good, but you're really slow and kind of an asshole, I'm not playing with you. Okay. So, Here you go. Well, I'm fast and fun. Henry, have you played Band in Dunes? No. I, I would love to, though. Um, my buddies were trying to set up a big golf tournament there, like, in, like, three or four years from now. Like, that kind of planning process. So It takes, yeah. I'll be in there in March. It'll be fun. Trevor Lawrence. That's my that's my pick. That's oh, I was gonna say. Yeah, that, that's, and here's that should why. be your pick. I feel like that guy is also a sneaky winner. Like you know his high school stats and Clemson stats. He has never ever lost on a Saturday in football. He did not oh, lose wow. in high school. He never lost at Clemson while he started. Oh, he did lose one time. It was a Monday, the championship game against Burrow. But yeah. as a starter mm-hmm. on Saturday, he's never lost. So I'd like to witness that sort of like celestial being too. He's got good hair. So, you know, it's good for the photos after and good conversation, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't want to play with Brock. I just want to watch that's him. A, that's a solid foursome. Trevor, Josh. Now, who's, who are you riding with? Oh, Josh Ooh. Allen. Easy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's my first pick. We're just taking down beers the whole time and just hitting long balls. Well. <laughs> He is. I'd like to, you know, I'll play with him. We'll scramble, you know. Okay. That's that's a good deal. Okay, when that's all I had. I'm not going to gloat to give you guys the opportunity to gloat how you crushed the Seahawks in that second half of that game, which you did, which everyone saw, which Are you was Seattle like guy? a – Yeah. It was, oh. it was a standard – it was a standard kind of – you should have won. It just took you a little while to win. Yeah, but the victory for you guys was just being there. Like the Lions had was to it? 
Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, You're sure it was. Four and 12 this year. Like, I, I would have liked to have been four and 12 and had a number four, number five draft pick in the, in the draft. That would have been better to me. I would have said I would take that over losing in the first round of the playoffs to 49ers. But don't you get the getting Broncos smoked. pick? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He wants, he wants both picks. He wants Seattle want pick picks. if they're bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, don't just fair. like if you're gonna if you're gonna rebuild, like knock it all the way down, like everything. Mm-hmm. Not just like the foundation or to the foundation. Like let's let's get it all. Let's but we had a good draft class this past year. We'll beat you guys again next year. So who are you going after in the draft? Because it's obviously uh, not going to be built around Gino. Right? Uh, we'll see what we can do with a little contract. Maybe we uh, Jimmy G's in the building. Who knows? We'll, uh, we'll yeah. see what we do. Doing like quarterbacks. Yeah, he'll be doing I mean, interviews. If we build a good enough defense, we can get by with three mediocre quarterbacks. That's been seen to be. We can Joe Flacco it for a year, or we could. Uh, who might be the Joe Flacco this year? We'll be fine. We'll be fine. But congratulations on the win. Thank you very much. It was a good one for the Niners. Last question I have. Not a sports question, but it is a Bay Area question. Mm. How would you compare Kilroy's in Bloomington, Indiana, to the Roundup in Lafayette? Wow. This, this show is evidence of the best research team I've ever had. For a podcast, you guys crush this. Nobody knows what the hell the roundup is. Nobody. And Tell Big so Big Ben the roundup would be like the docks in Seattle, that total dive bar oh that you and Grover would got, go and hang out all yeah. day and then come it's, home. That's it's the, the one dive in our entire hometown. Like, like there's nothing, nothing for a nightlife in my hometown. It was just house parties someone's parents were gone for a weekend we trash that place to hell there'd be groundings there'd be description you know arguments and then that was it that was high school we had one place and it was the roundup and it's this sweaty diver biker gross like you got tetanus sean on the way in just to just to walk through the door <laughs> um but every every holiday season you know especially thanksgiving everyone's there it's just it's a zoo and and just the holidays every every other time of the year is is bad crowd just i mean horrible crowd i'll I'll say this it's saint mary's it could be some high school students with some ids uh some old 45 or 50 year olds and then some derelicts in between what's the bar in bloomington it's called kilroy's it's so first of all, the answer to your question, Kilroy's. No, no contest. Kilroy's, Kilroy's is an entire culture at IU, and it made the college. Like the chokehold that bar had on the campus was immaculate. <laughs> you pay twenty five bucks for cover in that bar at LA. You're like pissed, and you're you know you might not even go. You might be like, I'm staying in. These guys would charge us thirty dollars at the door for a bar in Indiana and we pay, we'd be in line for hours just to go to the same bar because it was that good. And we felt like idiots, sheep, literally sheep <laughs> as we're in line, like going to pay this bouncer who's just collecting cash laughing as he knows the same thing we know. We're sheep, but we get in and you have that 
$6 watered down iced tea. The same one you've had all year, whole school. Well, I'll say this. Kilroy's had a great job of preserving the senior year experience. Like you could not get in with a fake. They would cut it. They would curb stomp you in the alley. It, It was like this cult, this Kilroy's cult. And they made sure when you're a senior, 21 and above, you had a great time. And it was awesome. I, I was very intoxicated every time I went. Whereas Roundup, I sometimes left sober, you know? Yeah. So Big Ben and I lived in New York City. Uh-huh. And I met two girls from Indiana alums. And they were smoking hot. Like, ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on in Bloomington. It's like low-key undercover. Hot chicks go to Bloomington, Indiana. So quick story. I'm on the train going to work. And there's this girl, and I'm talking to her. She went to Indiana. She, uh, I think she, she was working somewhere. She had just moved to the city. Get her number. Text her. Wrong number. Call her. Wrong number. <laughs> she was so hot that when I saw her in the trade again, I went up to her again. I'm like, hey, what's going on? I think you gave me the wrong number. <laughs> Hindsight 2020, probably not a good move, but hey, I wanted to go for it. She gave the right number. I called again, got the voicemail, didn't call me back, obviously. But the moral of my story is unbelievable girls in Indiana. If you see them on a trade in New York City, because it's big retail out there, you yeah. got to get the number. Make sure you get the right number. And make Should sure you're not call her on like the train. Me. Just call her on the yeah. train. Like, like just a, is this yeah. you? This is you, right? <laughs> this is the number. We should transition to sports here soon. Like, this is getting outlandish. (laughs) Great segue to this Saturday. We got two games Saturday, two games Sunday. And if the Niners win, we're going to Indiana. Odd Henry. But before that, we have the Chiefs playing the Jaguars in Kansas City. Who do you like, Henry? So, as a better... I think the whole universe is betting on Kansas City. So I think this game might be a little closer than people think. I is, it, know. is it seven and a half or eight? It's nine now. Okay. It was seven and a half, but it's nine because I think they want more people betting on Jacksonville. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not ready to put away Trevor Lawrence. You know, he's never lost it, on Saturday. Doug Peterson is a winning coach. He has the Lombardi to his name. I, I think it's going to be close, even though they've had a couple weeks to prepare. But, you know, Kelsey's screwing around with his podcast. Mahomes is, you know, doing a couple of State Farm commercials. Like, I don't, I don't think these guys are going to necessarily blow them out. I think this will be a close game. But I you're going with the, the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs, but I think it's going to be closer than people think. Um, so the covered. over at 52 – Hammer that. I mean, this is going to be okay. like, it's going to it'll be like 23-20 at halftime is what I think. That's my call. I, I think half of Jacksonville doesn't know where Kansas City is, first and foremost. That's true. I don't know where Two, two it's, it's going to be 40 degrees game time. It's going to feel like negative eight to anyone on that Jacksonville team. And then... yeah. It is, it is like, I think, who has, I, I, would, I would call it K-Win if I can give this a bowl name. It's the Head and Shoulders Bowl. 
Ooh. You got, I think, current <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Head and shoulders endorser versus someone that desperately needs a solid hair endorsement. Although, Trevor Lawrence. I think this takes a back seat to last week. That was Herbert versus Lawrence. Like, that was the champagne. Too much stuff. This is the reason Herbert lost. If I'm a quarterback, you get two commercials. That's it. Russ, well, Russ Peyton Manning like, had like 10 commercials. Yeah. Now he was on his way out. He is semi retired at that point. Like, he could oh, barely true. throw it. And that defense was phenomenal. So <laughs> they carried him. Yeah, they did carry they, him. They, they did. I agree. Henry, I agree with you. The over, Jacksonville covers. And uh, that's yeah, a quick parlay. Case, yeah, Casey fans. I don't know. They're the loudest in the, in the world. I had an opportunity to get to, to uh, Arrowhead Stadium. It is just a concrete brick of seats wow. out in the middle of freaking nowhere. It was minus 10 when I was there. Frigid. But I drove, through, Kansas- I drove through Kansas City to get to Indiana my senior year. And as you said, it's in the middle of nowhere. Like there's a hotel right next to the stadium. <laughs> And then it's just freeway for mm-hmm. the rest of the country. <laughs> exactly. Okay, when who do you got? I got the Chiefs too. Everyone's talking about Andy Reid versus Doug Peterson, the two old Philadelphia Eagles coaches. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to come down to the tight end, tight ends, Evan Ingram and Travis Kelsey. If you look at the second half of the season when Jacksonville went on that roll, Evan Ingram was huge in the offense and huge, like. Trevor Lawrence's target. But Travis Kelsey's Travis Kelsey. I think he's at six games over 100 yards. He's always big in the playoffs. I think Mahomes has more weapons. And I just see Kansas City winning over. And I think Kansas City actually covers here. I think it's going to be too big of a moment at too young of a career for both, both Travis, NTN, and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. A big game. The game. Ooh. Wait. What? Saturday's got both dumpy games. Excuse me. I apologize. Well, we yeah, I was yeah. like, we don't know that in the afternoon. We, I, we, I, yeah, intriguing. This is intriguing. Intriguing game. I'm not quite ready to dismiss the Giants in this matchup. I know it's seven and a half. I'm hammering the Giants. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take that. But in these rivalry games within the division, it's just big brother, little brother. You can't dismiss family like that like they know each other really well daniel jones he's played these guys twice this year four times in the last two years you know gable great coach looking at the over under it's 47 and a half hmm. henry you're about. screwing us up here you're out of you're out of order you're on sunday's game you gotta go sat next the next saturday game right i know giants philly is saturday giants philly it is Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're out of order up you're there. Order. I am. Jeez. My, All right, I'll leave. I got my betting right. sheet right here. Right. My I, priorities I, I, are I in check. <laughs> betting and betting. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think this is a so dumb game. Who do you have? Giants. Whoa! Ah. Upset alert. Oh. Sorry, the Upset Giants of New alert. York, not to be confused with the better Giants franchise. But yeah. The New York football giants will beat Philly because it will come down to coaching. And I seriously think Sirianni is an offensive coordinator. That's it. Nothing more. Yeah. He's a good a offensive A lot of people are saying 
in 2007, the Giants had to win on the road. They were the underdogs. No yep. one believed in Eli. No one believes in Daniel. It's the same thing. I don't believe it, though. Last week, Daniel Jones looked like Jalen Hurts. Threw for 300 yards, rushed for 75. Yep. But that was against the Vikings D. He's going against the Philly D, the stingy Philly D. Hassan Reddick is going to cause havoc. Darius Slay. I think Daniel Jones looks like Daniel Jones. I got the Eagles because the Eagles run the ball and the Giants defense against the run is awful. I think they're giving up 150 yards plus, ranked 27th against the run. Mm. Fly, Eagles, fly. I'm going <laughs> Eagles. If the Giants do win, they're not making it back to New York City. Philly is just absolutely at grips for this game. Daniel Jones... I'm trying to liken him to Eli, Eli Manning, but Eli Manning couldn't run more than five yards in any given game. No. It's almost as though they've gone to the wishbone where it's like it's RPO every, every play. We well, saw those three uh, plays in a row where it was just Daniel Jones run, Daniel Jones run, Daniel Jones run. The last one, empty backfield, trips right, run right. Like they're going to run this guy on the ground, but it's but, Wonderful way to put it. I don't know if I can jump on the Giants' bag wagon that hard. I got the Eagles too. Okay, when you're right. Moving I'm to also Sunday. Just up the clicks. You know that's for clicks for you guys. <laughs> you know, like when the Giants win, you had a guy in your podcast yes. that called it for exactly. X reasons. Yeah. So yes. you're welcome. Don't worry. Yeah, we can't no all pick the same game because we need some credibility on this podcast. Right. I'm going to edit two copies and release them depending on the outcome. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Moving to Sunday. I know we're excited about Sunday. I think everyone's excited about Sunday. The first game, we've got the Bengals playing the Bills. What are your thoughts, Henry? So this is, I mean, I, I think the winner this game plays the Niners in the Super Bowl. That's what I think. Are you reading my script? This is like yeah, the exact same I, thing. I got I it right about, here. Yeah. I was about to say, whoever wins this game, I think is going to the Super Bowl. A little bit of telepathy I, going on. I mean, you know I'm from Indiana, Kilroy's, Roundup. I got yeah. your thing, too. I can't wait for this game. This is going to be the game of the weekend. Yeah. It's on uh, CBS. So we got Nance calling it, too, which is Nance yeah. promo. So I think it's always a better game with them. Okay, so the spread's minus five and a half. Bills. Um, I think that's too high. I think it's going to come down to a field goal. Either that field goal or the four-point kind of like touchdown to – to win kind of a game, not five and a half. That's too much. So take the Megals spread. Um, I don't know. Think about Burrow. That's just so sick. He's got that it factor. Like Josh Allen's amazing. He can throw it out of the field, like into orbit. He can toss that ball forever. But, um, oh, do we lose uh, Ben? Yeah, he's a Bills fan. He just lost oh, them. Yeah, too bad. Well, screw him. This is Bay Area podcast. <laughs> he can throw it into orbit. Yeah, he, he can do that. But the Bills don't have a good run game. You can't just abandon the run. And like when you're winning, that's why these games are close because they always have to rely on Josh Allen. And when push comes to shove, it's third and six. Are you throwing? Yes. Are you going to run it? Who's running? Josh Allen. The whole offense is him. So it's really easy to prepare. And personally, 
I think you can't just abandon the run, especially in the playoffs. I mean, that's clock is your friend. And every time you throw and incompletes come, which they always do, because he throws the ball so damn hard. I think this game will be a lot closer than five and a half. The Bengals having to look actually in a, you know, a serious, that dog is throwing me off. Is it a big dog, a little dog? <laughs> I mean, he's I tiny. Work. Yeah. He's like 13 pounds. He, he's my watchdog. It it hit every beat. I was trying to speak and it was bark, bark, bark. And I was like, maybe I'm just dog. I'm just morphing into dog. But no, I think the Bengals have a serious offense. Joe Burrow has that it factor. He's like, I mean, he's just got it. He's just got it. He's clutch. He's like Manning. He's like Manning. You know, where you're like, he's not crazy athletic. Well, obviously more athletic than most of us, but he's, you know, he's just got that thing you can't explain. It's like Kobe, you know, the, the it. And they got a run game and they have a good defense and they got an experienced team. They were here last year. The Bills are always just falling just short. And I don't think that's coincidental. I think running and lack of running is very, very easy to see in these things. So I like the Bengals covering and winning because I predicted it would be a Bengals-Niners Super Bowl, a rematch from the greatest Super Bowl the Niners have ever, ever had. May ever had. Ugh. So excited. Roger Craig. That was Boomer Esiason. Icky Woods, I think, for the Is Bengals. That we killed them. Right? We killed yeah, them. Yeah, it was a yeah. blowout. Yeah. 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 Now, Bad game to watch, but as a Niner fan. Good result. Bad experience. game to watch, but great yeah. result. Religious experience for us. Definitely. Now, I hear everything you're saying about the Bengals, and I'm a huge Joe Burrow fan. What scares me is, is their two tackles are out. And yeah. – you know, they're going to have some trouble, I think, protecting Burrow. He's a drop-back quarterback. He mm. likes to throw the ball. The Bills are going to bring the house. They kind of run the ball, but they don't lean on Mixon as much as I think they should. Um, and with that, I think the Bills' D is going to come for Burrow, and I think the Bills are a team of destiny. What happened on that Monday night has brought them closer, has brought them together, and I'm riding with Josh Allen. They've hiccup and stumble the last couple of postseasons. I think this is the year they get to the Super Bowl. So I'm going against you on this one. I'm going Bills. You're going Bills? Yeah. I uh, I can see that. I, I'm just – yeah, I, I just I, – I think – I just think that when it comes down to – you mentioned the tackles and, and, you know, lack of, you know, serious, like – Oh, Ben's knocking. Right oh, he's knocking. Let him back in. Oh, I thought he was. Oh, there he is. Is he back? I... Well, either way. So I thought I brought him in. Keep going. With you mentioned the you mentioned the there he is. There he is. Oh, that was back. like sneaking into Kilroy's with a fake yeah. ID right there. Jim Hey, You would have gotten in, by the way. I mean, you, you got the beard will get you in, <laughs> but they would have taken a second look. <laughs> so the thing about uh, the Bengals with their tackle, as you mentioned. They're, they're tackles. Out. Tackles, yeah, excuse me. That whole season last year, they were playing with a thin towel for an offensive line, right? So that is true. finally got their help this year. They finally got the guys that they, well, I don't know if they got the guys they necessarily wanted, but the guys they needed. And they're going to get it done 
even with two guys out, because that's all they had last year. This is, it was the same setup, if not worse. So I think like, if you remember the Titans game, I think Burrow got sacked nine, nine times, times nine times. They still won. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, uh, I think Burrow's unfortunately used to constantly just fearing for his life in the pocket, but yeah, he's still throwing dimes at Jamar and T Higgins and co. So Ben, you're the deciding vote here. Mm-hmm. I'm riding with the Bills. Henry's got the Bengals. Who do you like? <laughs> Henry, that golf question was a leading question. And it led to this this kind of outline of who I think Josh Allen is. And if he doesn't change his golf game, we're Bills aren't gonna win this weekend. Wow. You know the guy that's like behind a tree, but he's still got sight line to a green, but he's got to wrap it around a tree with a three wood clear at two sixty water. Yeah. Josh Allen's the guy's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going for that, right? When you're like, dude, all you have to do is punch out in the fairway, get it on the green, and put it in for birdie. It's like, yeah. nope, not going to do it. And you see that in him. Like, Josh, just check it down, throw it away, you know, maybe run straight out of bounds or something like that. He just doesn't do that. He gets it in his head that he's got to make something happen on every play. And in the playoffs, it's not necessarily the play you you make. It's the play you don't pursue or try to make. Like, is if you turn the ball over in the playoffs, teams are good enough. They're going to go score some sort of points on you or put you in a position where you're deep in your own own uh, zone. So if Josh Allen can simply understand how to chip it back in the fairway, keep the ball clean, keep no net, you know, uh, no negative strokes on his scorecard, the Bills will win. That is if such a good he, call. If he, if, he, if he continues to try to make plays, especially in the red zone, there's four downs in the red zone too. Like, let's just do, let's think about that for a bit. I love the Bills. I do believe they are a team of destiny. But Vaughn Miller's gone and just the Josh, Josh, like Josh Allen mentality. Like those, those two things, one of those two things can 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 change overnight. That's his mentality. Vaughn Miller's not coming back. So it's going to be a field goal type game. I agree. Yeah, hey, it's, hopefully it's bad. Hey, I'm not letting this. you off the hook. I love the analogy, the golf analogy, the callback. You went back to the earlier question. Pure genius, but you got to make a pick. Mm. <laughs> Jim Moore once said, where would you rather be than right here, right now? The Bills will win, and they will go to the Super Bowl. Wow. You heard it, folks. So we're all in this unanimous agreement that the winner of this game will be playing in Arizona. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I think the Chiefs, as good as they are, I just don't think they can match. I mean, both the teams that are playing this weekend or tomorrow, not tomorrow, the, the both the Bengals and the Bills have both beat the Chiefs <laughs> this year. And and right. and it was not out of luck. It was because they both had perfect game plans for the Chiefs. Yep. I yeah. think the Bengals have beaten the Chiefs. Three consecutive games, too. If you go Burrow's back to the playoffs He's and then the regular season. Think. Yeah. I don't think Burrow's ever lost to Mahomes, and, and Mahomes just can't shake this guy, and he's probably just so goddamn confused. Are you guys right. scared, scared of the Cowboys? Is, is the Niner Nation? Mm-hmm. What, is, what do the chat, the chat rooms look like? What do the chat rooms look like? Oh, we're not scared in the Bay Area. Not scared of Dak? Tony no, Pollard's no. pretty good. Zeke <sighs> looks pretty good this year. He's got a phenomenal visor. CD Lamb. It's like Power Ranger. Noel Brown's coming back. Dalton Schultz looks phenomenal. Like that's he a does lot of people look good. To be scared of. Yeah, but we that's have a Kittle. lot of people to be scared of. 
We have. I mean, they have, look great against the Tampa Bay defense. Well, if Dalton Schultz and Greg Kittle got in a fight, yes, Greg Kittle would win. But it's a football game, not a fight. Is that a reference to how Barstool calls George Kittle Greg? <laughs> was that a yeah. was that a little sneaky, or is that just know. a brain? <laughs> that was a brain fart, probably. But Listen, I, I, I want to know. I hear you. I hear you with you know the weapons that Dallas have. I I I get you, and I understand the threat they pose when Dak plays at that MVP level. You know, when he's going for 300 plus yards, rushing touchdowns as well, that's a scary guy. However, Tampa Bay was quite literally the worst they've ever been in this playoff game, this season, that is. You know, they were so, so wounded. And yeah, they had their full team ready to go. BS. They were not going to win that game. Brady was going to do everything he could, but that defense was nothing. That defense is Brady had to throw 60 times. Yes. Yes, literally. And, yeah, you could say that his red zone interception, you know, was an anomaly, and and they they didn't have an answer. They couldn't move the ball down the field, whatever. Dallas defense is like a black hole. Is it? I And the Niners killed the Bucs this year, too. In fact, multiple teams have killed the Bucs. The Panthers have killed the Bucs. I kind of feel like if you don't – if you don't – kill the Bucks and you play down at their level like the Saints or the Rams, that's when you see Brady go Brady and do the heroic things to add to his GOAT narrative. But in reality, those teams just weren't that good. Think about the Cowboys that I think the Niners got. It's just a serious coaching mismatch. Seriously. Like Mike McCarthy, maybe he's not playing for his job as he won the road playoff game. He had been done that in 30 years. And, you know, Jerry Jones, if all you have to do is – Please, Jerry Jones, for a season. You buy more time with him. It's a very easy owner to please. Fine. But Shanahan is going to run circles around Mike McCarthy. There's just there's just no – you can't even hold a candle to him. It's a serious coach mismatch. And I, I don't think that Shanahan or anybody in the entire organization is scared of anybody on Dallas. I think, honest to God, had Tampa Bay won against Dallas and, and won in stride, that's something to be fearful of because – yeah, the Bucks suck, this and that. That's the narrative. If they beat Dallas and now you have to play a, pre- a playoff Brady in his hometown in the Bay Area, a rematch from earlier in the year where the GOAT was upset and embarrassed by this rookie, that would have scared me because that is a crazy sports narrative that you know because you all, everyone knows that the NFL writes scripts for how the games go. You know that, that yeah. sometimes yeah. they get leaked. That is a script right there that New York writ, wrote and and – I, I, if I was kind of pulling for Dallas to win just to get Brady out, that was my thing. And so I'm happy we're playing Dallas. The chat room is fired up. Um, and I could not be bothered by Dallas whatsoever. Put that in record. Okay. I like it. Whatsoever. Man, famous last words, but not, whatsoever. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I would add, this is probably going to be Brock Purdy's toughest defense that he faces. Like the Dallas pass rush, the Dallas defense, they're good and formidable. And Micah Parsons, they move them all over the field. Like Dan Quinn rushes them as a linebacker. He puts them at the edge. He moves them across the ball. With that being said, we have Kyle Shanahan. And I compared his offense to a Tesla. It's like a self-driving car. You plug yeah. in a different quarterback, and it gets you to the promised land in the regular season. Postseason's a little different. But I'm going to give you some names here. Debo. CMC, IU, Kittle, he's going to scheme up something to get his playmakers the ball in different places on the field. Mm -hmm. And I believe since all those parts are interchangeable, 
it's a matchup nightmare for the Cowboys. And Brock doesn't have to do everything. So I'm going the Niners here because I think Shanahan is going to out-scheme McCarthy. And I think the Niners' defense is just that much better than anything Dallas has seen recently. You've got all three levels, and they're going to get after Dak. Dak was just sitting back there, waiting for time, hitting Schultz, hitting his receivers. Bosa is going to be on his throat. I think Jason Peters is out or has a hip injury. So I'm Niners. I'm not even worried about it. I might even get a bottle for us at Kilroy to celebrate next weekend. Dude, I... If we could for someone actually... not worried about it, you guys just justified that really, really hard. Like, you guys had to make a lot of arguments for why the Niners are going to win. That's fair. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Because I, I would be scared of a team that did beat Brady and a team that does have quite a few weapons and a team that did own you for like a decade. But that was a long time ago. People change. Uh, his, history repeats itself, my friend. Mike McCarthy's the coach. (laughs) That's true. That's true. But Jerry Jones is still around. Wasn't he in the owner back in the day? I get what you guys are saying. You're right. Niners do win. I think it all starts with Dak. And if you give Dak time, he looks good. If if you scare him with a a a blitz, even a fake blitz, he chucks the ball out of bounds. So you guys will be okay. So last year when we played the Cowboys, we were saved by the ref a few times like there was a if you I don't know Kaywin I don't know if you saw the game like play for play but there was a few Jimmy this was again Jimmy days so yeah you had to expect a few almost interceptions you're you're watching the game the entire time just like please don't make a mistake please just incomplete oh yes you know stuff like that there were a few plays that I don't want to say the ref saved us but I think Dallas had like a record as like 15 penalties, like north of a hundred yards easily, you know, in favor of the Niners. And the, I, the biggest tweet of the day, other than sad Cowboys fans was you know, the refs are going to have to leave the game in armored transport. There was an element that we were, we were, we, New York wanted us there. They did not want Dallas. I don't know who New York wants to come out of this game. I don't know if New York's pushing hard for this Mr. Irrelevant guy to keep going, or if they're finally ready to give the Cowboy fans a little bit of a bone for being America's team. So Ben, as you just mentioned, you sound quite uh, worried for someone who's not worried. I'm, I'm playing all the angles out for the listener. I would say quite bitter as a Seahawks fan. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, just, I'm just, I'm filling up every single pothole. Why the Niners right. win and making it not close and raising hopes to ultimately smear it away. That's what I'm doing. I got you. I got you. Nonetheless, it will be a good football weekend. I got to run. All right. I'm, I'm in charge of bath time in two minutes. All so, right. So, Henry, in a you want me minute and 30 seconds, mm-hmm. can you tell our listeners where they can find you online, where they can – Read your Pulitzer Prize writing if you're still doing that. <laughs> oh my God! And where yeah. they can listen to your podcast. I cannot believe you found that in the archives. I, I I still write a little bit. I'm I'm not writing as much as the my Pulitzer name suggests, but I'm I'm writing a novel that's sort of secret. That's a science fiction novel. I'll do more press when I finish that in a year or so. It takes so damn long. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm starting a podcast with Eric Burns right here on No Filter Network. It. It is in production. We just we just made our pilot two nights ago, and we're sort of in this um, in this. All right, how do we launch this out phase? But it's called the Eric Burns Adventure, 
and I am the guy in the chair next to Bernsey. So pretty much if we're both riding a kayak down the Grand, Grand Canyon River, I'm, I'm in the back fearing for my life while Bernsey's in the front looking poised and heroic. Um, but yeah, you can listen to all my, it's going to be on the airwaves, Eric Burns adventure, follow me on Instagram. I, I do, I just do bits for fun. Well, comedic sketches. I'm at HS Markin. Thanks for the plug. You guys, I was, uh, that's free advertising right there. Oh, well, maybe, maybe it's not free. I might get a bill from uh, Ben in the mail. We'll see. We'll keep doing Santa your stuff. I love everything that you're doing. Your bits are funny. I love the breakfast burrito one. Oh my God. Sitting on the couch. That was hilarious. They've reminded me of my friends. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's kind of. Thank you, Henry. And go Niners. Amen. Go Niners. This is, this is a great show, you guys. You guys are great. I love you. Seriously, best, best pre-research I've ever just witnessed. You went to high school, my college, my hometown, the roundup. That was, I mean, if you didn't write a script for my life, uh, you better. I mean, I want to do my memoir. That was phenomenal. <laughs> Think about it. Well, we'd love to have you back on again sometime soon. Um, I'm uh, any Anytime, boys. Thanks so much. All Appreciate right. you. See you, Henry. Go no filter. IPO next year. Later, buddy. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>